Gary and Shannon on this Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's been 55 years since he delivered his I Have a Dream speech there on the National Mall 50 years ago uh, in April that he was assassinated. Would have been 89, I believe. Uh, there is a quote that's attributed to Martin Luther King Jr. that is up on the Help Us Remember Blaze Bernstein Facebook page right now. And it says, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Um, Blaze Bernstein's parents and family are holding a funeral today for Blaze. After his body was found last week at Borrego Park, he had been missing since January 2nd. He'd come back from Penn. He'd been... uh, off to college, and uh, he had gone missing for a week before the body was found in a shallow grave near a, a, a Foothill Ranch Park. His high school classmate Samuel Woodward was arrested on Friday on suspicion of homicide, accused of killing Blaze, burying his body in that shallow grave in the park. The Bernsteins put out a statement saying, uh, we won't succumb to hate, bitterness, or disillusionment. We're heartbroken. When we stop crying, we'll start to do positive things to affect change. I said everyone work towards something good. Stop being complacent. Do something now. In the months to come, as part of our healing process, we too will act to heal the world. That is what Blaze would want. We still believe people are good. We've seen this firsthand and the tremendous amount of support we receive from people everywhere. Still no motive. Don't know what happened? But two guys in a park after hours, you wonder if there was a relationship or maybe a possibility of a relationship between the two. I'm assuming we will find out. This is a uh, – and th- th- we've said from be- the beginning when we found out more information about this guy before he was named as a suspect, the the weird reactions that he would have to the questions, that he didn't know his girlfriend's last name, that he didn't know where she lived – even though he claimed to have gone there after he dropped off Blaze at that park, um, there is a uh, there is a side to this. I think that is getting. I mean, in any case like this, there's a side to this that is the hardest to talk about, and that is the way that the the family now has to deal with this. Blaze was the oldest of three kids, I think, so he's got two younger siblings. His mother wrote an obituary for him. And I don't know if she's planning on delivering this whole thing uh, at the memorial service, but it starts out, I mean, it's a beautiful picture of Blaze, and it it says, Blaze was a brilliant teenager with a noticeably sharp sense of humor and a generous and gentle heart. He was often referred to as a renaissance man by his family. He loved cooking, music, art, performing, writing, and experiencing firsthand the beauty of all cultures of the world. He was known as a puzzle solver, quick-witted, outstanding communicator, strategic game player, budding scientist, thoughtful gift giver, a helper, and a volunteer wherever a problem or a need arose. It's been said by those who knew him well that he had the uncanny ability to tap both the left and right sides of his brain, which he did often as an artist and a scientist. That's just the beginning of it. It's a very lengthy piece. Um, Where is that? That is on a website that is blazebernstein.org okay. uh, that was set up in his memory. There is a, um, a statement that they used for the memorial service 
from today, uh, and they're asking people to go through blazebernstein.org to find different ways that they can, what they say is, uh, help each of us spread light in Blaze's memory through different acts of kindness. So he says, uh, I'm sorry, she says in the writing, when we stop crying, we will start doing positive things to affect change. We ask that everyone that works towards something good stop being complacent. Do something now, is what she writes. So, just a horrible thing that that family's got to go through in that whole community. So, and this guy's gonna—he's due in court, by the way, tomorrow, and we'll probably see some more information once those court documents are filed by the DA's office. Get some more information in terms of what the uh, detectives had to go through in order to make sure that he was the guy. So. Well, we've got an escaped inmate. And this is going to be in the Chino area. And you know what you're reminded of is that Kevin Cooper case. The inmate that escaped, remember, and then in Chino Hills, that family of four was killed uh, oh, in 82 yeah. or 83. That was Chino as well, I believe. Um, so un- uneasy times right now, I would assume. I assume it brings back a lot of those memories. And we'll tell you what the very latest is. Gary and Shannon will continue. Shannon. <laughs> KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. Dennis Rodman in trouble with the law. Near the streetcar also. We're going to get to all this Orange County news this hour. Uh, this is, well, I don't know if you'd call it a stretch, but there is a, another Orange County story that also deals with Chino coming up after I tell you how you can win $1,000. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Don't forget, you got to answer the phone. If you win, they will give you a call, and it might be from a number that you don't necessarily recognize. I don't know why you would, unless you won before, and I don't think that's a likely thing. But anyway, you got to answer the phone. If you don't answer the phone, they'll turn around and give it to somebody else. But... John and Ken will give away another $1,000 coming up in an hour, and we do it every hour from 5 in the morning through 6.20 every single night. Michael Garrett is who authorities are on the hunt for. He's 33 years old. He's white. He's about 5'10", about 200 pounds, and he has escaped from the state prison in Chino. People around there reported hearing alarms from the prison about 2 a.m., And the police were out searching for him until about 4.30. They have confirmed, the uh, Chino Police and San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department have confirmed that Garrett is no longer in the immediate vicinity. And that investigative leads are being followed to apprehend the suspect. What was he in for? Excellent question. What What was he in for? Grand theft auto and felony evading. 
Initial police reports indicate he stole a prison vehicle before leading Chino police on a pursuit into Chino Hills. They well, say he eventually lost his tail and believe, it was believed to have gone to Yorba Linda, but Orange County Sheriff's officials say he's not there. Hmm. There is a, an update from the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. A spokeswoman, Chrissy Kokobashvili, says there's no evidence that he escaped by stealing, stealing a vehicle, but didn't explain why they thought he did in the first place. Hmm. She said there she wasn't authorized to provide those details because there is an ongoing active search to find this guy. They said that uh, they were following this guy on a tracker in a vehicle, but that the tracker is a bit delayed and wide-ranging. So even if it wasn't a prison vehicle, it may have been some vehicle. How is this allowed to happen? I don't know. How, are, Here's the how thing. is he giving a, getting access to a prison vehicle? They said that he escaped sometime between 4 o'clock and 9 o'clock yesterday. And I thought we learned something when the guys jumped out of the Orange County Jail that we have to mix up the the inmate checks in terms of the timing. Coco Bashvili says that inmate counts are done at the same time every day at state prison. So if there's a five-hour window between those inmate checks, between 4 o'clock and 9.15, that's a five-hour window where he can get out. And wouldn't be noticed, so he's got a five-hour head start on anybody. And as we all know from Shawshank Redemption, it's that head start that is really what sets you apart from uh, you uh, from freedom. Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Uh, residents reported hearing alarms around the prison at about 2 in the morning. And police were searching the surrounding area for uh, for this guy until about 4.30. And they determined that he was no longer in that immediate vicinity. Side note, Shawshank Redemption is on Netflix now. Is it really? Mm-hmm. That's a classic movie. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, that's movie. one of those ones like Heather's where you can just watch it several times in your life. And for it's di- always good. For different reasons. Different but reasons. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, how do you get out five hours? There's a five-hour window where they're not doing inmate checks. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, tell me more about Dennis. Got a DUI on Saturday. And... It's no good because it looks like he was on probation, which means he'll be thrown back in custody. He was on probation because of a plea deal that he struck over a 2016 wrong way crash. He was going the wrong way on a freeway in Orange County. He hit a car, allegedly fled the scene. Witnesses saw him drinking at a karaoke bar before the crash. But he was not charged with DUI for that incident because... You know, he took off, right? Well, he's put on three years probation with the condition that he stay out of trouble. So it looks like he'll get his probation revoked and he could be sent to prison for the full two years that he was originally due to serve in the wrong uh, way crash. Plus any additional time for the new arrest. There goes our North Korean diplomat. I mean, he may be uh, off limits for a couple of years. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd be surprised if he's not in for a couple of years. He has a DUI from Vegas from a few years, well, 10 years ago. Uh, He was arrested for a domestic violence incident in 2008, spousal battery charges, um, 45 hours of community service, 
He was charged with causing that hit and run in, from November of 2016. His rep says he needs rehab. Well, that's no. clear, but, but he's done that before. He did outpatient rehab in 2008. Uh, there was an intervention. He was on Celebrity Apprentice. And there was an intervention that included the Phil Jackson, as well as Dennis Rodman's family and friends. And he didn't want to go into rehab then because he wanted to do the Celebrity Apprentice reunion show. Oh, who wouldn't? I mean, I'd table rehab for that. <laughs> so in 2009, he agrees to appear on the third season of Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew and goes into a 21-day treatment cycle. A week after completion, he went into a sober living facility in the uh, Hollywood Hills. Oh, which was also on TV on the show Sober House. I have a bit of celebrity news. Yes. Since we're spending time in this swamp. It's Aaron Rodgers related. Oh, really? Are you ready to find out who his new girlfriend is? Jordan. His brother? Yeah. That's weird. You just made it incestual and weird. Yep. Danica Patrick. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Is she older than him? Oh, that's an interesting question. I have a feeling that she's older than him. Googling. Uh, but she's not driving anymore. I think she she's, retired from racing. Yeah, she's 35. Uh, maybe they're about the same age. I he's, think, I think 34. Yeah, he's 34. Oh, so she, so she is older. I win. Well, I win we the trivia contest. We, well, we weren't having a contest. Yes, it was a contest, and I won. It was a contest. Clearly. Okay. Clearly a contest. Everything's a contest. They uh, they were they were caught eating dinner together. They were caught eating dinner. <laughs> and uh, she has told the Associated Press, yes. Yes, Aaron and I are dating. She says they met at the ESPYs back in 2012, and they stayed friendly. And you're thinking, who did they date since then? And were they, like, doing weird He was with Olivia Munn stuff? the whole time. Right. And she was married, I think, wasn't she? Danica Patrick? I believe you're right. She's a longtime Bears fan, she says, oh. but she's always rooted for Aaron individually. <laughs> she now says, I'm going to cheer for the whole team. What does that mean? Then you're not a Bears fan. That's what that means. Silly. <laughs> All right. Well, how good for them. How convenient. She always cheered for him individually. Right. Yeah. That's nice. When everybody knows it's, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson together, <laughs> a combo. You know what I mean? Whatever. Stop trying to make Jordy Nelson happen, Oscar. Every uh, football season, we have to deal with Oscar's love affair for Jordy Nelson. <laughs> good Lord. This, most of the season. You're a Gronk guy, too, aren't you? I do like Gronk, yeah. yeah. He's a fun guy to because, watch. Because you want him to hug you like you want The Rock to hug you. Yeah. I think we're getting Hopefully we're getting some size. real work done yeah. on Oscar today. Why, why do we take a holiday when we're doing Oscar? We need to do this in the regular, in the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next. There's going to be a streetcar in Orange County. Ding, ding. What year is this? Uh, we're in 1938. Also... Did you see that car into a building? <laughs> That's the best video of the weekend. Good Lord. That is some hype. Better than Stefan Diggs. No. Yep. No. Yep. Is it better than the plane? Ooh. Good question. Think about it. Gary and Shannon will continue. Feels good to be running from the devil. Another breath and I'm up another level. It feels good to be up above the clouds. Feels good for the first time in a long time now. Gary and Shannon, 
Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. There was a uh, video. I saw the uh, the pictures of this. I think it was Michelle Cube that posted it at first. But story in Santa Ana of a car that crashed into a building and started a fire. The Orange County Fire Department, the Fire Authority, PIO, posted a picture that is just unbelievable. It's there's a a front loader that has its bucket extended up and out and is holding the rear quarter panel of this car because it's sticking out of the second floor window of a dentist office in Santa Ana. And then next to that, there's an L.A. County Fire Department crane that was brought in to try to pull this car out. There is surveillance video as well that shows the car barreling through an intersection, it looks like, hitting the center median and going airborne. Launching. Now, because of the angle, this is actually sort of behind the building, so you don't see it go into the building, but you can see the debris cloud, of course, and the and the car narrowly missing another car and a bus that goes right underneath that same car like two seconds after it's sticking out of the, the wall of this thing. The driver admitted to... Using narcotics. You don't say. No. You don't say. Parabola. Uh This white Nissan Altima. Never before has a white Nissan Altima ever been driven that fast. He hit the median on 17th Street. Now, and this isn't like a, this is, if you were designing this as a movie stunt, you would hide in that center median an actual ramp and get this thing airborne. There's no ramp there. It's just a center median. So you're looking at just the curb. How big is that? Five, six inches of, of, of height and maybe a little rounded uh, soil there, but not an actual ramp. This thing had to be flying. It's It, it flies through the street, across the street into the building, and a second later, a bus drives by. Love it. I mean, it's... How I mean, the that guy was, that was very close to hitting that entire bus full of people. And how does this guy, other than the fact that he was just uh, pee peed out of his gourd, how does that guy pee-peed. live? Well, I can't pee-peed? say the other one. High. Oh, you mean? I don't think I can say that part. I don't know. Oh, you mean he pooped his pants? Is that no. what you're saying? What are you trying to say? It rhymes he- with uh, mist. Pissed? You like, can say that, right? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry who? who I don't know whoever listens to? to us to tell us not to we say, say things like that. We say pissed all the time. So-and-so's pissed off. You're right. pissed off. Right. In that context. Oh, we can't say pissed his pants? Oh, boy. Man, you are like a nine-year-old. Don't touch that stove. It's hot. What do you mean? This one? I don't understand why we wouldn't be able to say that, though. I don't know. We're not saying asshole over here. Right. It's, right. It's right. I mean, that would <laughs> no. be crazy. Yeah, Who even says stuff like we're that? We're above that, Oscar. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Gosh. Um, Streetcars. <laughs> $300 million trolley system through the heart of Orange County is going to get underway this year. Um, Santa Ana and Garden Grove. <laughs> Would you call that the heart of Orange County? Uh, no. No. Probably the, not. This is a 
What, you don't like it? You don't like streetcars? People. You don't like community? I love the idea that we are a romantic, we are romanticizing rail travel in the United States in the year 2018. This is not 1918. I love taking the train. Trains are wonderful. They are lovely. There's no reason why we need rail like this in a place like Orange County anymore. They said that they would run with the flow of street traffic from the Santa Ana Regional Transportation Center through the burgeoning downtown district, past the Civic Center, right along where the old Pacific Electric streetcars, and then finally connect to a new transit hub at Harbor and Westminster there in Garden Grove. I haven't covered a a trial at the Santa Ana Civic Center for probably um, six years or so. Uh, but it was, was not. It was ago. not burgeoning. No, it was. There was not even a sign of it burgeoning no. when I when I was last there. And the last burgeoning that we've seen around the Civic Center was the uh, homeless encampment. That was yeah. the last burgeoning that we've ever seen there. Uh, now this is the, this is the thing though. If you're looking at the old Pacific Electric streetcars, that was a neat thing. And if you want to do it to be a neat thing, bring back some of those old electric streetcars, or bring back. Streetcars that look like the old ones, like the cable cars in San Francisco. Those are neat. Does anybody really use them to get around the city anymore? No. No. People just go there to stand in line for an hour and a half to have an Instagram picture. That's that's all. That's it. You don't have to pay. Those are really expensive, I think. What are? The streetcars. In San Francisco? Yeah. Uh, they again. This is just they're over romanticizing light rail in uh, in the United States. We're getting past that. There's a point where even if you have rail in California, uh, don't even start me on this. Okay, let's talk about, about Lobby Joe. Can we please? Because lobsters are in the news. Can we replay part of Lobby Joe? Yes. Okay. Because well, should we just say what the story is? The Swiss have realized that the uh, the lobsters do feel pain. Right. So they want to kill them before they put them in boiling water. <laughs> of course they feel pain. Okay. And we learned that from our... How would you feel if I put you in a vat of boiling water? I would feel pain, right? Yeah. I think that was the answer you're Like the lobsters. For. All right, we'll but talk But it got about... us thinking about Lobby Joe. And we miss that guy. Yeah, we do. I hope he's living out of... Just a fun life there in the in the coast of Nova Scotia. Lobby somewhere. Joe was the lobster that was saved by the woman. We'll revisit that. We'll tell that whole Lobby Joe story and then play for you the phone call that you made to her. Okay. Or she made to us. Or Oscar made to her. Somebody made somebody. All right. All right. Gary and Shannon, we continue. Uh, we will continue. soap opera on up there oh yeah like the young and the restless or something i, I mean was... i don't want the show to get in in, in the way of your soaps <laughs> soaps but no i changed the channel because i was waiting i was trying to find out more information about that uh, uh standoff that we saw in pasadena earlier today but mm-hmm. it's over you're you're more of a general hospital guy anyway right totes me and uh I can't think of one character name on there or else I would have said it and it would have made it sound like I knew what I was talking All right. Uh, it is a holiday. Monday, January 15th, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, there was a story we just talked a little bit about. The government of Switzerland has kicked off a debate because uh, the government has ordered that lobsters and other crustaceans no longer be dropped alive into boiling water. 
Boiling water causes them pain and kills them. So they're saying that uh, the boiling of crustaceans should be replaced by a more rapid method of death, like stunning them. Mm. Uh, The scientist who did the foundational research for the government's decision says he's not even 100% certain that lobsters can feel pain. Uh, But he's concerned enough that he's only cooked a live lobster once and doesn't plan to do it again, he says. Do you recall... The story of Lobby Joe. Two years ago, there was a couple out of Canada who ran into the lobster tank at their grocery store. And there was one lobster left in there. Mm -hmm. And they thought to themselves, let's enact change. I may not be able to save all the lobsters. But I can save this lobster. I can save this one. So they bought said lobster uh, and put him in a in a in a styrofoam cooler and wrapped him in newspaper. Remember that wrapped mm-hmm. him in wet newspaper and sent him back to the to the east coast of Canada from whence he came. And we thought, who the hell does that? Well, we got her on the phone. Her name was Christine. And this is what it sounded like. Just a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I mean, no mental instability here, right? There's even a video of her talking to the lobster. She can hear you on hold. What? She can hear you on hold. Stop it right now. Are you serious? We have her? Yes. Start again. Start what? Well, I mean, say hello. Okay, all right. Christine, welcome to the Gary and Shannon Show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, So... Lobby, Lobby Joe, what, what was your pull towards this lobster? Well, I don't know if you've ever been to the markets where they have those fish tanks, and I'm really sorry for all of them, but um, this Lobby Joe sort of looked at me when I walked by, mm. and I could tell that I had seen him there before many times and felt a very strong pull. Even, I mean, even though he's a crustacean and has a very simple and basic um, brain stem system, I felt like he had emotions and that he was calling out to me. Is this the first lobster you've ever saved? It's the first lobster I've saved, yes, but I feel so sorry for some of the other animals. I've saved a bunch of them as well. I don't know if you've seen on my YouTube channel, it's called Canadian Girl. I saved a fox who got its head stuck in a little cup, and I have saved a mouse who was stuck on a sticky mouse trap pad. And I'm looking forward to saving other animals and helping their feelings. Um, I heard that you want to uh, work with Disney. Oh, I'd love to. Uh, what, what's that project all about? Well, I'm glad I could speak to you because uh, from what I understand, your um, your studios are not too far away from where Disney is located. Mm-hmm. I would love it if somebody at Disney would have the idea, and I'm giving it to them right now, to make a movie where lobsters are the uh, lobsters are they stars? We could call it Lobby Joe's New Adventures, and then maybe Lobby Joe Two Electric Boogaloo, where <laughs> saving lobsters would become like uh, the new twerking, so that everybody posts videos of themselves twerking by, um, by twerking, saving lobsters. I mean, saving lobsters, yes. And then, if at all possible, I would be able to voice one of the lobsters for them. Mm. I would be great at it. Eh? Um, I can't. No, and then <laughs> yes. the other thing we could do is 
we could have um, <laughs> we we could have um, more and more lobsters joining us in a parade. Perhaps they could march from Ottawa all the way down to Denver, and then once we get through with the Lobby Joe March Million Lobster March. We could then eat them. No, we would never eat them. L A T T I H T B D. Look at the time. I have to be funny. That was funny. That was fun. Um, and, so, then, and then the real woman called us. Well, p- people were upset that we were making fun of Christine for saving the lobby. Right. The yeah, lobby we Joe. The lobby crap so. about that. So then we finally got a hold of her, actually, and uh, she turned out to be exactly the same woman. The same woman. Yeah. Well, Oscar's going to post the real interview and the fake interview. Uh, (laughs) Good uh, times. Excellent. All right. John and Ken up next. Hello. Hi. Uh, What are you guys going to do? Oh, how was your. Oh, no. We talked to you since then, right? Sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was one your uh, 30 year anniversary show. Yes. I haven't that seen was, you since then. Oh, he didn't come in. That's right. You didn't come Friday. in. Um, that was great. There was a couple times when I stayed in my car just to finish listening to the bits. Oh, the old. They uh, were great. It's just so funny. You guys sound exactly the same. You know, like we, voices don't change and your laughs are the same. And We haven't gotten any better. It, the naked desk was a naked desk you would do today. Yeah, that I mean, startled it's, it's, me. Yeah. You know, you find one thing you can do, and you you just, just drive That's it right. into the ground. Hammer That's away. Right. That's what That's Ray right. always says. Play the hits. <laughs> Play the hits. So um, naked desk forever. Did you get anybody giving you a topless hug? Uh, no. Oh. Although I heard that you were trying to uh, instigate that sort of thing. I, I was. I got no hugs. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Huh. And like I, I wasn't that I wasn't available. I was. <laughs> 30 years and not one hug. Not one hug. No. So. Sorry. Oh, I have something. Gary gives what, great hugs. What are you what are you guys doing today? <laughs> well, you know, we like to take uh things that no one else notices, pays attention to, and find um the absurdity. There was a governor uh debate for the candidates at USC over the weekend. And we, governor of California? Yeah. For, for the governor of California. I yeah. read that that was yeah. happening. Yeah, Vera Gosa was there. <laughs> and uh, So there's some nuggets of joy yes. from that? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, there's excellent. some entertainment in that. Yeah. All right. Great. John and Ken, up next. Between we'll the two tomorrow. of them, between Vera Gosa and Newsom. It's going to be a fun, uh, be a fun show. Oh, that's like an investigation discovery or a dateline. <laughs> All their misdeeds. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I know. How many? How many uh, women they, and blow they, and they, liquor and they? They both um, screwed uh, their their aides' wives. Yeah, right? yeah. Who does that? Both of them, while they were running for mayor. Hmm. And there's an agreement. We we all kind of agree. There's an agreement between the two of them not that to they're go not going to go after each no, other. No, they hired their their own right. The each others, others. Yeah. 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 They all so, know where all of the skeletons are buried. Right. All it's like uh, mutually assured destruction. Absolutely. They both have nuclear weapons. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> all right. John and Ken up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay dry, everybody. Tune in next week for the hilarious funeral episode on Gary and Shannon.